welcome to the Shark Bite Show, where we dive into the stories of our members, coaches, friends, and family of Shark Bite Fitness and Nutrition. All right, let's roll. So, uh, guys, today I'm here with Rich Bellini. Uh, he is a member of our Fort Myers gym, a police officer, he's a friend of mine, he is a military veteran, he's a huge goofball, uh, and he is a member of the uh, short, short, jort brethren with me. So um, you will find us wearing those without talking about it many times. Um, all right, man. So talk to me. First off, uh, who are you? Uh, how long have you been interested in fitness? Um, what, what got you into it? Why do you do it? That kind of thing. All right. Um, you all know, my name is Rich Bellini. Originally from Jersey, Jersey boy. Never um, would have guessed. Yeah, no, right? Mm-hmm. Never. Um, so... Growing up, growing up in Jersey, um, my father would always work out. My, my father, he was big in the fitness game and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically being very, very young, um, my dad coming back from the gym and he would make these protein shakes. And I would always, I'd be like, how is that? That looks good. And it smelled good. And I was like, ah. Oh. So m- my dad would actually say, you can have a sip of this if you do five push-ups. Ooh, that's so funny. I would start doing five push-ups and I'd get like a little, those little Dixie cups that you would wash your mouth in yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. He would fill that up with a protein. Like a little bit of protein shake and then I'm... That's smart. Yeah. So yeah. that'd be my reward for doing something active and all that stuff. Cool. So fitness was put into me at a very young age. Okay. And I, my father credit that. Um, and as, as it progressed, uh, it's just being in control of your body, being in control of your health. You know, I saw what like not taking care of yourself does. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, some sicknesses and, you know, cancers run in my family. Uh, so fitness and health is significant. To, as, as far as like our family beliefs and all that stuff because mm-hmm. taking care of yourself you're not no one's going to take care of you except yourself that's a, good, that's a good way to put it so what about like functional fitness style training like what we do now how did you get into that okay so I've been in the bro gym for years yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've been a bro forever <laughs> like it so up until I want to say god maybe when I first enlisted in the army yeah you know um, it took for me to get deployed um my most recent deployment in i want to say 2017 when we were in africa and they had a box like just out in the open mm-hmm. okay like a um, like a like a workout place like a crossfit gym yep yeah and it was yeah. in camp lemon in Djibouti, africa it's called uh 30th parallel crossfit 30th parallel and um i saw uh you know uh kyle edgerlin yeah edgerlin yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so cool. he's he was in our yeah he was in our uh, shout out kyle yeah Woo. <laughs> uh he was so he was in our battalion i saw him you know just do this power i think i've I want to say it was a power clean and jerk, and it was like two, two something. Yeah. And I watched him do this. I'm like, oh, absolutely not. I'm like, I'm this big gorilla looking dude. I'm like, no, I got to do it. And when I couldn't do it, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This ain't happening. Well, and for the people who don't know, <laughs> Kyle is not that large. I mean, he probably weighs 140 pounds. Yeah, and yeah. he is five foot short. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. This ain't happening. But <laughs> so once I saw that, I was like, teach me. Mm-hmm. And... From there, it just, I did one workout and that was it. It was just, I was instantly hooked. Um, That's what, when I say like the real hook got me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have done CrossFit before I deployed, like when I was in Florida Mm -hmm. at the the old location. Yeah. Like, but it became my primary source of fitness when I was overseas, when Kyle did that lift and I could not. <laughs> oh man, that's a good, that's a cool feeling. I, I had the same thing happen to me with a guy in the army, uh, doing the workout called Cindy. So the mm-hmm. push ups, uh, push ups, pull ups, squats. And man, he just embarrassed me so bad. 
I was like, all right, I don't ever want to do anything different again. Like I, I, I need to, I need to do this and only this. And it's been since then. Yeah. I, t- I totally resonate with that. Well, so did you play any sports or anything growing up? Like, so you worked out, right? Mm-hmm. Were you involved in like athletics? I did a little bit of, I did football my mm-hmm. senior year of high school. And that was really the only sport I played in high school. Who waits till their senior year of high school to start playing well, football? Well, when you're in band your whole high school. Ah, there we <laughs> yeah, go. Okay, I was cool. on the drum line, so nice. yeah, I was a band geek. <laughs> but, you know, I was a drummer and that was one of my other outlets next to fitness. Okay, cool. So. I mean, it, dude, so I was in ROTC, which is, you know, like the, the fake army stuff before you're in college. Yeah, so it's... You said it. Just, <laughs> just as nerdy as, as band stuff, probably. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, but, like, it was pretty physical, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. uh, I remember watching the band guys and they were that was pretty physical, too. Surprisingly, core strength is very much involved yeah, carrying right. a drum. Carrying a drum and hitting you all the time. Yeah. All right, so what brought you from, I think, anyone doesn't know, I think Rich was literally born uh, in the house the Jersey Shore people came from, right? A lot of people don't know that. I was yeah. actually born in the, <laughs> the bathroom that Sammy and Ronnie <laughs> fought in. <laughs> what, what, what brought you from, uh, from that sweet hellscape of Jersey down to Florida? <laughs> um, so my father it was in uh, corrections in Jersey. Mm. Um, he retired uh, pretty early uh, with, with all his benefits, all that stuff, which was good. Um, but, you know, up there, it's like an arm and a leg to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cost so, of way higher, yeah. Yeah, so I think it was a week into his retirement, he we were just in the kitchen. He's like, you know, screw this. We're going to up and leave. And he's like, where are we going? Like, I like Florida. And then my mother, you know, she loves the beach. So mm-hmm. she picked, she's like, well, Fort Myers is pretty close, all that stuff. And to, like, the beaches and all that. Um, so... At the time, I just recently started, I just started dating Giselle, who's mm-hmm. now my wife. Um, so she had family in Cape Coral. So she made the decision to actually move with me that early into dating me. Like, I'm, Giselle, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you did that. I'm so sorry yeah, you did that. Let me tell you how great <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome is. <laughs> it is amazing, bro. <laughs> um, so she has family in Cape Coral. So my mother was like, that's why she picked Fort Myers too. She's like, well, her family's right over the bridge. You know, this, is, this works out. So mm-hmm. and here we are, Fort Myers. That's cool. Uh, how long ago was that? Uh, there's always a discrepancy in the date between me and Giselle. I, <laughs> I, I say September 2014 now. At least she convinced me it was that. Okay. All right, so you yeah. got here around the same time I did. That's cool. Um, all right. So are you planning on moving back? Nah. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Who would, who I tried to hold that in. <laughs> who would do such a thing? Oh. Um, okay. So you, you did CrossFit when you were uh, deployed. That's where you found it, right? And you worked out at a different gym prior to being part of Shark Bite, right? Mm-hmm. And when we expanded from Cape to Fort Myers, uh, we kind of absorbed the gym that you were part of, right? Mm-hmm. What's it been like, uh, kind of like joining the Shark Bite family and getting used to the way we we do things? Very much, very much involved. Yeah. You know, it's very happy to see. You know, it's the same. You know, coach like Sue, Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were they were they were there when I first did my. They, when Thoroughbreds had their Groupon, mm-hmm. you know, and I, my first coach was Brian and all that stuff. Nice. And, you know, when you think your deadlift is good, no, it's not. He'll pick it apart, which is good. <laughs> I'm grateful for it. Keeps me on my toes. And, you know, being a cop, you need, like, a professor to keep the cop in check because I will articulate and find loopholes to get through a workout. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know you, that. No way. No yeah, way. No. No way. <laughs> um, but it very much involved. You know, it's, it's oh, I like the bigger group. Met a lot more people. Always uh, more challenges. Um Especially uh, like at these like uh, competitions like Bloodline Brawl where you and me did that. Yeah. You know, like it was, it's a big thing. It was a big to do and all that stuff. So, you know, it's good to have that, uh, that camaraderie, all that stuff, that bonding with people. Like Battle of the Beach was a blast too. Yeah. You know, yep. that was 
just what well, we, we intended to do. But, <laughs> but, we participated. Yeah, yeah, it was good. We showed up. <laughs> That's been one of my favorite parts about uh, about the expansion of the gyms, right? It's just like literally meeting more people. Like mm -hmm. I think you and I had met once or twice uh, beforehand, but I didn't really like, know you. Um, but now yeah. like I have a real friend that I made from the gym and I, I love that. I feel like in with each new gym we've, we've picked up because mm -hmm. right, we're at three now, um, I get to keep meeting these like groups of awesome people I might not have met otherwise. Yeah, that, that is definitely true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you mentioned it earlier, uh, your wife, Giselle, mm -hmm. she comes here too. You get to work out with her. Mm -hmm. um, what's that like? What, what's it like kind of getting to share recreation like that with her too? On the you, hold on, actually, yeah. I should say, you guys work really weird schedules. Yes. Yeah, because you're a cop. Yeah. She's a firefighter. Mm -hmm. So your schedules are all over the place. Yeah. Right. Does this help having something like that? Well, when you're a firefighter and you have the luxurious, you know, lifestyle. And, uh, <laughs> that's, not, that's a different <laughs> podcast we can hit up later. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, uh, um, it, it worked out. Uh, you know, when her, she's got 20, the 24 hour shifts on and then she gets like two days off. Mm -hmm. um, with the shift that she's currently working now because she's going to go to paramedic school. Um, it's, it, it just still works out and within line with my schedule oh, and cool. it, it helps that, you know, she, she had a very good support system. She definitely made a name for herself in the fire Academy mm -hmm. and, you know, she got the right people to notice her for the right reasons, all that stuff. So they, they really do bend over backwards to help her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when her command came up, was like, listen, her husband's a canine handler. Um, we don't want to keep them away too much, all that stuff. And like when their chief was like, Hey, just handle it, you know, like that's fine. But so then that's, oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. super cool. So, um, but the twelve-hour shifts, especially being on night shift, you know, it's um, it could it could be a project sometimes getting here. Yeah. Because uh, I'm trying to get my recovery in, mm -hmm. which is like <laughs> one of my bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually just got this whoop. I'm surprised. Hey, there we go, dude. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, I'm surprised right now. I'm surprised in the recovery section doesn't say LOL or it hasn't called nine one one for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's. You know, it, it, you make it happen. You know, like it, this is important to me enough where I, I make it a priority. Uh -huh. um, but I've also learned to, you know, make, you know, time outside a priority as well as far as like recovery and like time with my wife and all that. Uh -huh. um, you, you, it's, it's a priority. It just coming here is just a priority. Like you got to take care of yourself because uh -huh. that those hours, they catch up to you, especially on nights. I mean, you're trying to stay up, you know, like the copious amounts of caffeine you got to take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or the, the rippets. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't drink those in America. Only in Iraq. So. Yeah, they <laughs> got a different side. Um, all right. So uh, you touched on it a little bit. You're a military veteran, right? Mm -hmm. You were in the army. Um, how long were you in? What were your experiences like? What'd you do? Um, so I did eight years. Cool. Okay. Me I did. Too. I did a uh, National Guard. Um, I started in New Jersey. I uh, came to Florida Guard when. So you were able to transfer to the Florida Guard. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yes. Um, I was an infantryman. Um, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's very demanding on the body, you know, mm -hmm. firsthand. Um, carrying all that weight and load. Like, uh, I was always the saw gunner. So the saw, you know, for those I know, the saw is the squad automatic weapon. So it's the machine gun. And when you're moving and doing those long hikes, you're, you're hauling, what, 2,400 rounds? Oh, my gosh. Plus that weapon system, plus the three extra barrels, plus your MRE, plus everything you got on you. And you're like, oh, my God, this sucks so bad. But then, you know, when, when you're going lane hate, that's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's right, really, it wasn't so bad. It's pretty fun to shoot. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I, I always did that. Um, I can't, you know, I... It, the experience was amazing. You know, you meet people from all corners of this country. Mm -hmm. You know, you meet people from like, I, I remember in boot camp, I met somebody from Puerto Rico 
And to me, that was just yeah. the most craziest thing. And like just the way he was just explaining how lifestyle is over there and why he's in the um, the Puerto Rican National Guard because mm. they they have their own yeah they have their own um, their guard system. So you know, just meeting all those people and of course when I when I was there, one one guy I was with heard me ask like, hey, where can I get a cup of coffee from? And it was like, all the Southern boys were like, what'd you call it? I'm like, oh. <laughs> I heard <laughs> coffee. Yeah. So you got this guy from Mississippi coming up. Do you know Schnucky? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her once or twice. And they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, you know, and you, you spend 12 hours in a Humvee with somebody, you, you learn a lot. Yeah, you learn a lot about them real fast. Yeah, I've met, I've, I've met specifically like being to Africa, like I've, and Djibouti, just the most loving human beings I've ever encountered. Really? Yes, they, uh, the, their living conditions aren't the best. Mm. You know, I'm, I'll never forget, we we're walking through just one of the villages, just doing a, pretty much just a meet and greet, mm. you know, seeing what the village needs and all that stuff. Cause we have the base there and we're just, hey, does anybody need a job? You know, cause we contract the locals. Mm. So we're helping put money in the city. And I'll never forget, this man just came out of this tin hut just no shirt, just raggedy pants, all that stuff. And you see the family inside. And he came up to me and my buddy and was like, hey, you guys, like, you want to eat? You want dinner? And I I was like, Lord, forgive me if I'm ever ungrateful. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, this man barely has enough to feed his his family. And he came up and asked if we were hungry. So I was, it's just, like I said, just the most loving, caring people ever. Like, these people had a huge party on base. And when we came you know just passing by like hey what's going on everyone's all happy and all that stuff like that's a celebration like for what this lady's like life like these people are just happy to be alive (laughs) i'm like i'm like my god i was just complaining about wi-fi 20 minutes ago and it's it's, so it definitely put stuff into perspective it definitely you know is a it brought humility and i'm a very humble guy to begin with yeah but it really really opened my eyes to a lot of things too who was i i was just talking to about this i think it was on rachel's podcast haver uh she did mission work right Mm -hmm. um and it was like yeah just Seeing how people live in other countries mm-hmm. gives you a um, a real awareness of like what you should and shouldn't complain about. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, I always said, I get everybody has their day-to-day problems. Everybody, yeah. you know, there's no stressors, but like <clears throat> there's, let me tell you, some people have no idea what a bad day is. Yeah. Like perspective really matters, yes. you know, and, and you, you, you just can't get that unless you physically get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. What you're describing, I remember exactly that. Like seeing a house where like half of it isn't there anymore. People are still living in it. Mm-hmm. And house is like a, you know, house is a relative term. I'm talking about like two and a half. That's what I mean. Dirt, yeah. You know, with yeah. some stuff on top. Um, yeah. You're right. it, and that you're one of the only other people I've heard say that because I feel the same way. Like uh, I was in Iraq. I didn't, I didn't go to Africa. I went to Iraq. And uh, there was obviously some aggressive stuff. Right. But there were also a lot of really friendly people. And mm-hmm. And I don't think I would be that friendly if a bunch of people from a different country with guns were hanging out in my <laughs> yeah. neighborhood, you know? Right. But they were they were caring. They'd give us food. They'd, they'd help us out. A tire pop. They'd come offer to help. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were a veteran. You you spent time in the Army. You decided to get out. Mm-hmm. Now you're a police officer, right? You're a first responder. Mm-hmm. What is... Like, fitness was important to you then for other reasons, right? Why is fitness important to you now? Why is staying healthy important to you now? Um, so this, this is a, like a huge, huge talking point, mm-hmm. like for me, like a belief and all that stuff. Um, it just a first responder in general, you know, whether you're firefighter, EMT, paramedic, um, police officer, a- any of that sort. I've, and, and I post, I posted like it was a, a meme 
on our page of I think maybe one or two years ago, and it, and it showed the top half of a gym, and it said the difference of effort you put out here is the difference of could be the difference of life and death out there, uh -huh. and it showed an officer fighting for his wife. So you know that's part of it, and it slowly started to shift. That paradigm started to shift for me a little bit. I believe that one hundred percent, but I also you know I know I'm more than capable mm -hmm. to take care of myself, but. You know, they say train like your life depends on it because your fitness, you know, will affect your life and your life depends on your fitness. Um, but now somebody's el somebody else's life probably depends on your fitness. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, you, you always say like I and I can live with my own failure. You know, I could be like, uh, you know, maybe if I just conditioned a little more, I would have got punched in the face that day or something like that. You know, if I come home from it, you know, God, God willing. Um, but I can't imagine failing someone or some family because I wasn't able to push the extra step because I was out of shape because I was winded because I wasn't able to lift somebody or rip the car door open. I mean, you know, we have the tools for it, but like when seconds matter and your body needs to push to that limit, you know, you could save someone's life or, you know, the worst could or happen. The opposite, the right? I mean, yeah. It's interesting, right? Like my first couple of years that I was in the army, I didn't understand that. I don't know why I did. I couldn't, I don't know. I don't have a good excuse for it. I just didn't, right? Like I wasn't in great shape. I, I didn't care about getting in shape. I didn't view that as like a, a neat, a, an important thing to me, right? You know? And then later in my career, I, I kind of had a similar realization to you. I think it was once I started to become a leader and I was like, oh my God, it's not just mm -hmm. me. Like it's, if I am not fit enough for the soldiers who work below me or the guys who work next to me, like I could make it so they die. Mm -hmm. And that was like a whole different awakening. And I remember definitely being really embarrassed of myself. I, that I like couldn't recognize that before. I was like shameful mm -hmm. of that. And yeah, I've had that realization too. And it's just, you know, we're, we're our own worst enemy. Like mm -hmm. guys like you and me, mm -hmm. you know, like n nobody can get in our heads except us. But once we're in our heads, oh, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Jim says that, right? He says, train or be punished, right? That's his like favorite tagline. Mm -hmm. He's talking about the same yeah. thing you're talking about, you know, and uh, on his, on the podcast I did with him, he, he mm -hmm. gave a great story about when he was uh, an instructor um, in the NYPD and he would, Tell people a very similar story to what you just told them. It's like, you know, there's other people relying on you. Yeah. And how important it is to not only you're being fit for you, you're being fit to keep other people safe. You're, you're being fit to keep other officers safe. You're being mm -hmm. fit to keep the people who you're supposed to be protecting safe. You know, like it, yeah. it's, I mean, I like, I'm getting like tickly right now thinking about how I <laughs> wish I had known that at 18, you know? It's, yeah, you know, hindsight is like 2020. Yeah. And, you know, like same thing with the CrossFit. I wish I wasn't such a stubborn idiot dude bro dude when i can imagine if i just like applied uh, this knowledge and stuff like when i was what like 18 yeah right? like, like god i wouldn't uh, i can't imagine what like to be, be to be clear we're not like old enough that we're out of our primes yet right but like if you imagine if we'd started this when we were 18 yeah yeah i you said you were a 240 gun, or i mean a, a saw gunner right I was, yeah. I was a 240 gunner my first deployment so if anyone doesn't know that's like a 30 pound gun you carry around with a ton of other attachments and ammo and stuff mm -hmm. and i weighed like 170 pounds you know yeah and <laughs> I try to think, man, like if I did what I did now, mm -hmm. how much easier that would have been, you know? Oh, yeah. How much more comfortable that would have been. Carrying that that big gun on my neck would have not been painful at all compared to like yeah. back then I'm breaking my body in half to do it. Yeah. And you also have like, you know, these these idiots and criminals on the street that, you know, they, they do their thing and they got, they're puffed up with adrenaline and all that. And you know, if somebody on adrenaline, they go to a different level of mm -hmm. like their mm -hmm. abilities and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I, I remember specifically and I'll get more into it, like with the that most recent shooting on Alico with when our guys were shot at uh, trying to stop a home invasion robbery. And we had two canine tracks 
Um, we got we got them both, but I remember being back up on both canine tracks, looking through the woods for these you know two people that just shot at our guys. So um, you're going, you know, you're, you're trying to maneuver through all these wood lines through water and ditches and all that stuff, and you know, and even just back up, you know, you're watching the guy who's handling the dog and all that stuff. Um, so a afterwards, when we got them all. Um, my, my sergeant was making a joke how like, you know, everybody was like chugging gay race, like being like winded, like not to my own horn, but then he'd look at me and be like, look, look, balloons ready to keep doing box jumps in the woods and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, and I was just standing there chilling, like, all right, uh, yeah, we're done. Cause, and I, and you know, command presence is big too, especially so, you know, you see like this, you know, out of shape, uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. God, what, whatever you do as a first responder, you're like lazy looking, like out of shape, just not in it. You know, do you want your life? To depend on that guy, you know, do you like, do you think like, oh, I can get away with what I want with this cop showing up and all that stuff. But like, you know, you try to make that image of like, you know, oh my God, like what the hell just showed up on scene? Like we're not getting away. Like yeah. it was a bad, I like, I wanted to make it known that like what was looking for them was going to get them and it wasn't stopping. Yeah. We, we used to have a, an idea where, you know, we would like raid houses. The hope was that we didn't ever have to shoot anybody. The idea was like, right. hopefully we were intimidating enough as we came in that they were like, I'm mm -hmm. done. No more. Don't want to participate <laughs> in this, you know? And you're right. If you're, if you're bent over looking like a target that's exactly. the kind of thing that's not going to happen the, the funniest thing that was actually said to me was i had one guy when i showed up on scene all my canine gear and all stuff and i had this guy be like oh my god why is he here that that macho looking motherfucker <laughs> and he called me macho looking like it's a pokemon and i'm like you know what that was the coolest thing anyway yeah, is, like, <laughs> macho just beefy looking pokemon and i'm like that was funny. Okay. I didn't catch that. That's like the best compliment, for, especially for a nerd. That's like the best you could ever Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was dead serious, too. He was like, this macho looking so. Um, but, and, you know, it ties into it spiritually, mentally. Yeah, know? that's what I want to get into next, right? Because, like, you and I were talking about this a couple minutes before we started the podcast, in that, like, we're both like large dudes with tattoos. You don't expect people mm -hmm. like us to talk about, uh, like, mental health, mm -hmm. right? But, like, this matters to us, right? Like, well, talk, how, what is this for you for that? So I, I wrote this on a post on our um, Bright Spot Friday once mm -hmm. that, you know, I look forward to coming here more than just to, to get a workout in. Mm -hmm. It's because the the atmosphere here is therapeutic. You know, just... It's a good way to put it's, it. Yes, it's when... It's, and especially like being off shift and all this, like just getting off, ditching the gear and all that, you know, like now I'm not a cop anymore. Now it's okay. Now, I'm always rich, but now I'm really like rich. And, you know, it's always hugs, smiles and happiness. You know, anyone that comes in here is always welcome. Like we've known each other for years. Yes. You know, even the newest members are like, they're greeted with like, oh, hi, how you doing? And you see their face like, oh my God, like, hi, <laughs> hi how you doing? Because like, you don't find that anywhere else. There's no other gym that really like, like your regular bro gyms and all that stuff, like, you know, global gyms, they, you don't do that. Yeah. You don't have yeah. that. But yeah. here it's like, hey, what's up? Like you, and it's it, re it really brings that with those warm and fuzzies i like to call them you know and it's just smiles and hugs i get to see my friends mm -hmm. you know hey how was your day how's this going all that stuff and like it's just so supportive here like you you could be like failing your lifts and all that stuff and big shout out to sue for lying to me telling me i'm not a total piece of crap for missing my <laughs> lifts you know you shouldn't i mean but you know it makes me feel better every now and then um and, and I actually, a lot of people don't know this, and I do want to share it that like after both those shows, so my first shooting was in March of uh, 2020, right before the, the lockdown. Um, and then the most recent one off a week ago was that I actually came to class, the first available class when I woke up the next day, like after, after those shootings. Mm -hmm. And 
it was just because after a situation like that, you know, your adrenaline is going, like I I couldn't sit still. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just because, you know, my mind was in a bad spot or nothing like that. It's just that adrenaline dump is so serious. So I'm like, I'm either gonna sit here, stare at the ceiling or, you know, play video games or I can actually expend this energy in a healthy way. Yeah. So um, the, the more recent one in November, when I came to class and Sue was coaching, I walked in and I'm still like, like that, but in a good way. I'm, I'm happy, me, but she's like, oh, oh, wow. yeah, like how much pre-workout did you take? And I told her what happened. She's like, oh my God. I'm like, are you? <laughs> and um, I'm, pr I'm pretty sure, I think it was at, uh, Ashley that goes here. She, mm -hmm. you know, I think she saw it on the news and she um, just messaged the, the page and she's like, hey, has anybody heard from Rich? And then everyone's talking like, yeah, I heard they're you know, K9 involved in shootings and all that stuff like that. And just, I, just, you know, my friends that care about me and care about each other that, you know, like, hey, has anybody heard from him? Because, you know, the news says one thing and they made it seem like we were all hit. Mm. And so I can understand why people were concerned. But, you know, waking up to that, like everybody's concerned and all that stuff. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, it, it, it was just very heartwarming, you know, that people actually care. Yeah. And, you know, they want to know how how I like each other, how we all are doing, like how we're taking care of each other. And it's it truly is. It, it's it's humbling, you know, like it's and it's heartwarming. That's the best way to describe it. So how old are you now? I'm 29. I got a death grip on it because I turned 30. I turned 30 on the 30th. <laughs> okay, so 29. I'm, I'm 32, right? Like, people, Does it hurt when you turn 30? Yes. Yeah, and then it hurts every day after that. Oh, no. Um, I, like, I find people our age, especially like guys our age, man, like there's not a real good way to make friends. You know, I know that, yeah. that, that might sound lame to some people, like whatever. If you think it's lame, you're lame. Like it, yeah. it's hard to make friends, at, at, if you're, especially in towns we didn't grow up in. You know? Right. And um, – Pretty much every person I care about that like I'm close to, I met through one of these gyms, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and like many of them don't come to the gym anymore and that's totally okay. But you're right. Like having people who like care about what's going on in your life mm -hmm. and that you get to like care about theirs and you get to interact with them and you get to create like a community like that. It's, it's fucking awesome. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I always tell people like, you know, I don't really like working out all that much. <laughs> like I, yeah. I, I like getting my ass kicked while hanging out with my friends, you know? And like, yeah. that's that's what we're doing here. We're not. Yeah, I say it all the time when I'm rolling around and Matt copious amounts of pain. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like I need to find a new way to hang out with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So in the in the short amount of time that we've we've known each other, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we've done some cool events together, yep. right? usually wearing short shorts. Yep. Um, we did a couple CrossFit competitions together. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about those? Yes, I do, actually. Okay. So, so we did Battle at the Beach. Yeah. Right? That was up in St. Pete. <laughs> uh, and then we did the, the Bloodline Brawl, the amazing Bloodline Brawl, as always, hosted by Bloodline CrossFit over in Lehigh, right? Yep. Uh, talk to me about your favorite memories about Battle at the Beach. Okay, so Battle at the Beach, you know, we show up. And, well, actually, it started the night before when I'm getting, you know, uh, video chatted by you and uh, Mike, and you guys are like, "Sorry, Rich, we don't know if we're gonna be able to do it tomorrow." Like, chug, like kicking alcohol. <laughs> Meanwhile, here I am, foam rolling. I got Eye of the Tiger playing. I'm doing my stretches, and here that I'm getting videos from YouTube, fucking getting hammered. Like, <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't do a great job of communicating to you our level of seriousness for this event. <laughs> but then, <laughs> I apologize. But then, yeah, and you tell me like, yeah, so like the last vlog is gonna happen at like nine thirty at night, and I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, but what was good was when you know I came to realization. I'm like, my God, these guys are gonna be hungover and disturbed. Like, actually, you know what? That might benefit me because now I'm gonna look like a stud next to these two. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it was a good time, you know. Once the jorts came on and yep. all that stuff. And I think that you know we didn't even talk to each other about that. 
We just both wore short shorts. Yeah. Short shorts. We, just, we shorts. brought them. Yeah. 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 I was like, yeah, I brought these. And you're like, me too. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> we, gotta, we have to now. We're obligated. Yeah, there's that great photo where we're both dumbbell snatching with the yes. short wedgies up our ass. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. those were in there. Upside down McDonald's arch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that was that was a really fun time. Um, yeah, getting getting a nice pump. And it was our it was our work kind of workouts. You know, it was like benches and benching and what? Snatching. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah. The um, only one that, that wasn't fun was um, the run. The long, long yeah, run. Yeah, because, you know, I don't, I don't run. That's why I have a German Shepherd in a car. <laughs> so running can you know, kick rocks. But um, my the funniest one where, like, I, I started dying in the water, like, cracking up was just – and I, I should have, like – it should have clicked the plan when we were on the beat. When we ran into the water, it was you and me, mm-hmm. and we're smoking all these other dudes. I mean, granted, like, you know, these other guys, I'm looking around like, yo, we're going to get stomped. Yeah, they were a lot fitter than us. They were a lot fitter looking Yeah, yeah, Yes, very much so. These gentlemen prepared. <laughs> Wait, um, there was there were six abs on our entire team, and they were all on mic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes. Um, so we hit the water, and we're smoking these dudes. and Because, you know, I mean, I... I know how to move through the water like that, mm-hmm. and all that so did you. So we were using that term, and we weren't even gassed from it. But I'll never forget when we made the first turnaround by a boy, and here's Mike's little self standing there with the rope, like <laughs> jumping and up in the I air. Just, yeah, <laughs> I just <laughs> trying to find Mike while the other two are like, yeah, and like <laughs> I died in the water, and I'm like. Oh my god! I just pictured what it would be like if he ran in. He just like, right. <laughs> like come out the water. Because yeah, if anyone doesn't get what we're saying, the workout was something like a long run, and then you had to go out into the water like three times, like <laughs> swim out to these buoys and come back, and then do another long run back. And Mike is, you know, uh, three foot two, so <laughs> yeah. we didn't want to send him out in the water so we didn't lose him. Right. Um, yeah. But what meant, what that meant was that Rich and I would go out to the water every time. We'd come back and we would we would overtake pretty much everybody in the water yeah. every time, and then we'd come back on the land. And we were smoked. Yeah. So was, then all these people would blow past us on the run. Yeah. And it was just that cycle over and over again. And, and you talking so much crap to the people past us, you're like, that's rude. Like, who do you think you are? I'm like, and I'm yeah. like, this clown. I was, I was asking the other teams to please slow down so they didn't embarrass us. Yeah. They did not appreciate that. Before, yeah. And when we had this plan, we were walking, oh yeah, we were, we were walking on the soft part of the sand mm-hmm. and it was one of you two and you're like, hey, let's walk on the hard surf, you know, the hard part of the sand so, you know, we get more traffic. Like, Which was a good idea. Yeah. yeah, until we did that and there were all those shells there and you hear the crack, we're like, ah, oh, back on the soft, back on the soft. <laughs> yeah. like, so we had to immediately go back to it. It was just uh, a, what a terrible workout. Oh, uh, <laughs> so bad. And yeah, and then uh, I got, I think it was I forgot his name. He did. The, he worked on me on the table. Josh, yeah. Josh, yeah. Josh worked on me for the table, and he finally saw like what a dismantled human being was, and he was like, <laughs> "Oh my God, what the hell's wrong with you?" I'm like, just save me, please. Like it's so bad. So that guy, that, I was like, "Oh, we, we offer this service too. I, I kind of need this." And he did one pinch, and now my like squat form is perfect. I was like, outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then we also did the bloodline brawl, right? Mm-hmm. And that one was fun because we also went into that one with very low expectations. Right? Yes. Yeah. So. We ended up doing pretty good. We did amazing. Yeah, way better than expected. Yes. Yeah. So, what did we get? Seventh? Uh, I think order? sixth. Sixth out yeah. of what? Seventeen or eighteen? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Some, we we some. thought we would be like top seventeen. So. Yeah. So, 
It was it was it was a clown show. You know, yeah. circus. <laughs> we working. We we had this like solid plan and all that stuff, and it, and we stuck to it. It worked out fantastically. Um, the echo bike uh-huh. working on the echo bike definitely helped with the regular one. Absolutely did. Yeah, I was like <laughs> like I remember hitting my calories, and I'm like oh, I'm not exerting that much energy, but I'm getting there. And I'm like holy crap, I'm actually doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> The deadlift portion was hysterical. I think you did, what you do, one or two, like halfway through. <laughs> and then you just stretched, like, pointed out, like, not, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, I have to keep going. Yeah, we had, we had the workout with the deadlifts and the bikes. And the intention was for me to do a little bit more of the bike and you to do a little bit more of the deadlifts. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I had a pretty good advantage on the bike. And yeah. you had a pretty good advantage on the deadlift. So <laughs> I think you thought you had two reps left. And I just smacked you on the butt and I was like, you're finishing. And I walked away. Yep. <laughs> and I heard you go, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept going. Um, we did really well on that one. The box, the those, how high were those boxes? Uh, forty-eight inches. Yeah, so four feet. Forty-eight inches. Yeah. You know, so and and I'm like, oh, I got this. I, I do this. You know, mm-hmm. I get paid to do this. Mm-hmm. This is it. <laughs> so, um, I think it was the first jump over we did. I went over first, and here you come, but you went wide. Yeah, went way wide. And yeah. I just remember seeing the bottom of your feet coming down. Um, it was like slow motion. I started hearing like, hello, darkness, my old friend. And I'm like, I'm going to get skull stomped. All right. And it's actually recorded. There's documentation of me saying, I'm okay. Right before you landed, thinking I'm going to get stomped out. And you landed. I'm like, oh, God, okay. Yeah, I jumped over and I, I couldn't really tell where you were. And then all of a sudden you popped up and I was like, too late to move. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, guess, I guess I'm come. doing the rest of this one by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, uh, I did not kick you in the face. That yeah, was that was that was great. Um, and then we had the other workout with that medicine ball, right? And then yeah, the throwing it over our shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was actually proud of myself for how many rope climbs I did. You did great, bro. You yeah. Did great. Then I'm ha- I'm very grateful that you had to finish because I did that last rep for me. I looked at you like, man, I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna fall if I do this next one. It's gonna yeah. be bad. So I just did the. Um, and I remember looking at like where the final standing and all that stuff and like especially when they described the last part of the workout and they were listing the teams who made it. Uh-huh. And when we weren't on there, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> oh, my. Same. I, uh, Zach from Bloodline had come up to me and been like, you're going to love this this workout. You better get to the final. And I was like, ah, oh, you jerk. Yeah. Like, There's going to be muscle ups in it finally, and I'm not going to get there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then turned out we just barely missed it. And then they showed the workout, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Thrusters and handstand push-ups. Two, yeah. The two things I hate the most. Yeah. <laughs> and. I, I remember looking at the standing and where we were. I'm like, no, 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 hold on. I'm like, no, come here. Hold on. I'm like, no, there's no way. There's not, I'm like, okay, either we did amazing or everybody else had a bad day. Like, there's something going on here. Like, everybody here has COVID because there's no way I did this, like, impossible. I'm, and, I'm choosing to believe it's that we did well, but I yeah, think it's probably a- Oh, I'm running with it. Bro. I'm running with it. Um, I want to throw out there that, you know, some guys uh, I work with were participating in Bloodline Brawl. And uh, our team beat theirs. So. <laughs> <laughs> no shots, no shots. No shots, no, no, no shots. No shots. <laughs> um, but that was, you know, that bloodline role was really, really showed where I was, you know, mm-hmm. where I improved from and all that stuff. Like, I remember I died on the rope, you know, and I read Rich Froning's book, and the rope was his, you know, killer. Yeah. And all that stuff. And he just, you know, the way in his book, he broke it down. Like, you know, if you suck at something, work on it. That's a good point. Like, okay. And it paid off. So. All right, so I have a feeling we're going to have some more events in the future that are going to be fun. So mm-hmm. next time we do one of these, we'll talk about those. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were going to talk to someone who was, like, scared to get started or had some some preconceived notions about, like, what this kind of working out is, right, mm-hmm. and you wanted to help them get started, what would you tell them? Uh, you know, I'd have to condense everything I just told you. Yeah. That's pretty much it. You know, I uh, I would have to tell them, you know what, when, when do you want to come in? When do you want to – and I'll be like, you know what, I'll be there too. And I just, just meet these people. 
Just 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 be in the atmosphere. Just walk in and tell me if you're you know your fears will be dispelled about anything. It's just the the walk like I said the welcoming atmosphere. Everybody's always happy to see each other, even if you're brand new. It's just there's this excitement that you know somebody is just interested in coming here. And you know if you think you can't do a movement, you know that's that's your that's your mind setting your, your own limitations. Mm. And I tell I tell people all the time they're like oh you know there's no way I could. I, I'd be able to deadlift, you know, just the bar. I can't do this with my back and all that stuff. Like, there is a modification for everything. You know, I I remember, you know, working on my deadlift form. I got smoked with a PVC pipe. And it was just working on my form. I'm like, this is this is absurd. So I tell, you know, whatever fears they have. And it's normally just like, you know, walking in and not knowing what to do. And I tell people, you are never alone in this gym. You are never in the dark there's not one second you will be confused or you know not knowing what to do and if you are and before you could even say i need help somebody's already there asking how you doing do you need help with something and all that stuff um there's so much wealth of knowledge here i and i got a couple buddies i work with that are trying to come here now and i tell them like just just go there man just walk in it's I'm, i can tell you tom blue in the face how great this play this place is and i will but you got to feel it. Yeah. It really, it really is amazing here. Um, and just, you know, it, like I said, it's therapeutic. You know, you could be having a bad day, come here, get smoked, and you come out and be like, you know what, life ain't so bad. Bro, almost 10 years in, that still happens to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm having a bad day, I'm stressed, you know, we're a pretty big business town. <laughs> we, we have lots of things that pop up out of nowhere. And uh, I'm just like, I, I get into a class, I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, my, my day has changed immediately. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, especially like you know, you could come in here, come in here with Giselle too. Mm. You know, our, our demanding schedule, and you know, sometimes we don't see each other for uh, maybe a day or two, just for sleep patterns and all that stuff. But you know, our time is spent here. And I tell people, you're joking, like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the bar with the wife, and then we're posting pictures of her CrossFit, and they're like, oh, ha ha ha, I get it, bar, because it's a <laughs> bar, all that stuff. But you know, that's that's time well spent. You know. And if you have friends, you know, get your friends, get your family to come here too. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's actually, you know, they say, you know, suffering is a good way to bond. Truthfully, embrace the know, suck. Man. It is, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's that's time well spent with my wife too. You know, like just pushing each other, motivating each other, all that stuff. Just that asserting dominance. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when she kicks your ass in that open workout. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Oh God. Okay. So, disclaimer to that. Holy <laughs> she's she she's been like so humble and modest about her abilities lately, and lately she's just like blossomed, and I'm so happy. But at the same time, I'm like, oh no, she realized her potential, and she's doing these. Like same thing. Like she'll be doing mid open work, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm actually doing it!" And she's smoking me, and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no!" And I'm like, "Sue, stop recording! No, no, we can't have this on there!" And all that stuff. And she's she's now realizing that she's like very very good at this and i'm like see you were like holding yourself back for you know you don't want to get sore or hurt or all that stuff but like look you're throwing this weight around like a joke and you made me look like an idiot <laughs> so. i love that dude. i love that <laughs> um anything else you want to bring up bro um i don't think you know we, we pretty much covered it you know i love i love talking about this place i love just hanging out here um you know i oh big shout out to winder you know she joined the uh the right side of the family, the blue side, all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. Uh, big shout out to all the other first responders that go to this gym and all that stuff, you know, that have done much more before before me and, you know, our veterans too. You know, thank you for your service, bro. You too, man. Um, yeah, I'm, 
you know, there's there's so much more I can say about this place and what we do and, you know, the community and bond we all have. But you know, I'd be talking for hours, bro. <laughs> I'd be well, talking for hours. We love having you and Giselle here, bro. No, we love coming here, brother, man. Thank you. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Shark Bite Show. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Shark Bite Fitness and Nutrition or on our website at sharkbitefitness.com. If you'd like to find out more about our guests, their information will be in the show notes. If you'd like to talk to us about getting more fit, feel free to schedule a free no-sweat intro at one of our locations in Cape Coral, Fort Myers, or Naples, Florida.